Amen. God, just bear with me. Good morning. Amen. Good morning. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. We're getting ready to take flight. Amen. All right, guys, good morning. God bless you. On today, this is the day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad. And we can thank everybody for tuning in to ELR Prophetic Church. Amen. On today, on Sunday morning, manna. Amen. At 9 a.m. Um, Eastern Standard Time. For those who are able to turn in, amen. We have some calls um, from Washington. God bless you. Apostle Baxter and Prophet Baxter. Amen. Pastor Camilla. Amen. She's on here. Amen. God bless you, um, sis. Amen. Shakela, God bless you, sweetheart, on this morning. And then many other ones that are calling in on today. Amen. We're gonna not before before you be before you very long. Amen. But we're gonna put out a uh prayer request. So we're gonna go ahead and start praying on today. Amen. Just bear with us, amen, as we set up. Amen. So we're gonna go ahead and start praying. For those who have a prayer request, amen, send it, constantly send that prayer request, amen, out to the podcast network. And we're definitely um, sending proxy for you for those who are in need for prayer on today, on this morning. Amen. God bless you. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you on today. Amen. Of allowing us as we begin to decrease and the Holy Spirit begins to increase. And Father, we thank you, oh God. Hallelujah. We thank you. For the opportunity, oh God, to be awakened up in our sound mind. Many of us were not able to be able to open up this morning or not be able to wake up. But we thank you, oh God, for you giving us, amen, the power and authority, amen, to claim our day in the name of Jesus. Claim our day, amen. Start our day and claim it on today. Amen. As you believe and as you be accept, amen, that, that God is going to, in spite of what's going on on today, God is going to take us through. Father, oh God, we release your anointing, amen, on today, amen, it's 9 o'clock in the morning, Easter Standard Time, and that is the time when the enemy starts attacking at the beginning of the day. And Father, we declare and decree, oh God, that we claim our day. We declare and decree, oh God, that you move on our behalf. You declare and decree, oh God, that you reopen doors. We declare and decree that if doors need to be shut, that the new doors of opportunity will be open. We declare and decree, oh God, the things that, that was a distraction, oh God, in this, in this season, uh, be mind opener, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We declare and decree that you move, oh God, not by power, not by might, but God, send your spirit and release your anointing on today. Father, we thank you, oh God, as we release your anointing and your power on this line. Release your power and anointing on this podcast on tomorrow, on this day, on this bright day morning. Father, we declare and decree, oh God, I dare you and triple dare you on today. Amen. As in this moment, begin to open up your mouth and claim your day right now where you are, where God can meet you, where you are in this season. We release your anointing right now. Anybody that's sick on this line, we declare your healing right now. We declare and decree that you are made whole. As the atmosphere is set, 
in this season, oh God. We release your anointing right now, Father. You said in this season that we're going to hold our peace, oh God. And in the midst of holding our peace, oh God, because you are the vindicator, oh God, in this season. You are. Father, we thank you, oh God. As we release your anointing, oh God, on today, on this podcast, oh God, never every ear, oh God, every ear, every eye. Oh, in the spiritual realm, oh God, in the supernatural realm, begin to shift as we begin to go into the word of God on today. Father, we thank you. And Father, oh God, how so cold there's a miracle that is pending, that's been pending for the past 16 days, oh God. You send forth a miracle to that individual right now in the name of Jesus. We declare a decree that you move on their behalf, that it is so in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. And guys, we just turn into the word of God. Amen. We're going to turn into Job. Amen. Chapter 13. Amen. Verse chapter 13 on today. Amen. Chapter 13. Let me do this one. Chapter 13 on today. And if we were to come out with a topic, amen, even though that particular uh Job 13, chapter 15, it says, yet you may slay me, but yet I still trust him. Yet you slay me. I will trust him. Amen. So, amen, Prophet, can you read uh, Job chapter 13, verse 15 for me? Amen. Just read it out so we can put it out there on the podcast on today. Yes, verse 15. Amen. Though he slay me, yet will I trust him in him. But I will maintain my own ways before him. My God, my God, my God. Amen. So in other words, he wants us to, in this season, guys, he wants us to begin to hold our peace. Because there's a lot of things that are coming in the midst of a lot of diversions are and distractions are in the midst of COVID-19, not just COVID-19, but on a daily basis that are on our jobs, that are in our homes, uh, that are in the ministry, that is outside the ministry, that's on the street corner. There's a lot of diversion. And, and, and as we begin to look at the word diversion, it means that we're turning aside uh, 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 from its course. That means, in other words, that a, a diversion is, is set to take us off course. How many know on today, amen, when we, uh, a lot of us had begun to lose a form of income, it was like a diversion uh, because we didn't know where it was coming from. Uh, everything was shut down because no one knew what the answer was, but God knew what the answer was. Even though that it may seem like that God had turned his back on us, but he didn't turn his back on us. He just wanted us in the midst of this to hold our peace. A diversion is something that takes you off your purpose. Amen. And each and every one of us that is on in this room on the podcast today has a purpose. And the job of the enemy is to kill, steal, and destroy. And when he just kill, it can also mean, it doesn't mean that the physically kill you violently, but it also is a twofold. It means in a supernatural, uh, it can take your character. It, it can defame your name. And that's what happened in the midst of Job chapter 13. And then and prior to that, his friends, because of the fact that Job had boils that was on his body. 
The first thing they said, oh, Job supposed to be an uprighteous man, and he's supposed to uh, have the man of full of faith, but yet he got balls on him. That that means something. He must have been doing something that wasn't holy. He was doing something. But how many know that in the midst of the beginning, remember in the beginning of Job, God had to give, amen, permission to the enemy to create a diversion, meaning that that God had confidence at, with Job from the beginning. I'm here to tell you on the podcast that even in spite of a diversion that's in the midst of this, a diversion or a distraction that we see, God already had created according to the word of God. And then God had already, in, 10, uh, in Corinthians 10 and 13, he said that I've already created a way of escape. So in other words, even though that the diversion takes place, and even though the midst of a distraction takes place, amen, God has already created a way of escape. God has already created exactly what we went through and what transpired in this book, this whole entire book, amen, to the point that Job at one point began to question God on certain things. He, he began to question God on certain cre- of the creation. He began to question, why did you allow me to go through what I'm going through? Why you didn't just allow me to go back into my mother's womb? Why you just let, let me to suffer like this? Why? Why? Well, he begins to ask and he begins to question him. And then God begins to say to him, he said, look here, I did, uh, do you know I'm the one that created you? So if I'm the one that created you, meaning that I have confidence in you, which means that the word confidence also means trust. He said, yes, he slain me. I will trust him. Yet, amen, these diversions go in the midst of what's happening. I still have to trust him. Not will, just will. Will and have to. That means we don't have a choice. Confidence, amen. He has confidence because he knows that people, that people will uh, cause a, a, a diversion as far as the framing your character of who you are and what you stand for. And as friends, in the midst of that, knowing how Joe was and know how his character was, but as friends, so-called friends, uh, because of the fact that he had some physicality of boils on his body, they assumed that Joe did something. How many of y'all have y'all ever encountered any any time that when something happened to you, the first thing a, a person or a loved one or a family member, amen, say to you, well, you know what, you're going through something because maybe you did something. No, it's not because you did something. God had already allowed this diversion, and God allowed these things to happen to transpire. Why? To get you, to get you to stay on purpose and to show that in spite of what hell you're going through, God is going to bring you out of the situation. I hope I'm, I hope I'm helping somebody in this room on today. He said, yeah, he's slain me that I will trust him in the midst of it. And then he asked you to hold your peace. You, what do you mean? God, you telling me I need to hold my peace? Amen. We want everybody running racket. You mean to tell me that I got to hold my peace when everything is running haywire? Absolutely. He wants us to hold our peace. I'm telling you, I'm in a prime example. I wanted to cry so bad yesterday, and I did. I cried so bad because I was getting in my feelings. Amen. Because of our human side, our humanistic side, I got in my feelings. 
Amen. The word don't just, you don't just release the word to release the word. The word got to hit you first. Amen. The word has to hit you first. And I began to cry and, 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 and then I, and then Amen Prophet encouraged me and told me, say, it's not, it's, this is just temporary. Don't worry. It's God got you. God got you. And see, that's what God is talking to us. He says that he sends people in your life for a purpose. Amen. Not just for a little flimsy season, not for, for certain things, but he's sending them people in your life to put a place of encouragement around you to say, Lord, you know what, in spite of what you're going through, God already got the situation. It may look crazy right now, but God got your situation right now. It may not look like you're not making ends meet, but God still got our situation. He got it under control. All he got to say, he said in Second Chronicles 7 and 14, he said what? If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek their faith and turn from their wicked ways, and then if only then, then I will hear from heaven. I hope somebody is getting this right now. Amen. And you can open up the pen and say amen on to that today. Amen. He said, the purpose of that diversion, amen, to kind of take us off focus, and that's what the enemy tried to do. You know, the I said he tried to do. Amen. Because what the scripture says, he said, what? No weapon formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that rise up against thee shall be condemned. Amen. And he says, when I hold, you said, hold my peace. Right? Hold my peace. Let me be alone so I can speak. So what happened is because of the fact that people are doing what they're doing and all this stuff is happening, all through COVID-19 is happening, he said, I want you to hold hold my peace. Yes, hold my peace. But sometimes God will allow this, allow a diversion so you can get some alone time with him because once he's trying to grab our attention, I'm getting attention through this. So this is no, yes. Famine is going to hit the land. Yes, it's history repeating itself. Yes, jobs will be lost. But God and then God turn around and restore it back. Why? Everything that that was that was taken from Job, you notice because of the faith that he had, God restored everything back to him. And not just one, but he did him double. So in other words, I'm telling you, in the midst of the diversion, when you get delivered out of your diversion, God will give you what? Devil for your trouble. Amen? Devil for your trouble. Amen. Turn to Proverbs 23, uh, not Proverbs, Psalms. If y'all could turn to Psalms 23, Psalms 23 and 14. Amen. If y'all got your Bibles out there, amen. Uh, we can definitely, or everybody begin to, uh, I might call you to, to read the scripture on today, amen. The 14, Proverbs 3, hold on. Amen. Psalm? Psalm, and it might be 23, it might be Proverbs 23. Okay. All right, it's go to five. Okay. Go to five, uh, 23rd, Psalms 23rd, five, guys. Psalms 23rd and five. Amen. When everybody have it, say amen. I got it. Amen. Amen on the line. 
Amen. Okay, go ahead and read. Joshua, go ahead and read. 23rd and 5. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint anoint my head before him. My cup overflows. Amen. Keep on. Verse 6. Only only goodness and faithful love will pursue me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord as long as I live. Amen. Now he said, God prepares the table before me in the presence of my enemy. So what does that tell you that the version has already been created? He has already set up, set us up. So before the blessing comes, the trouble comes. Before the blessing comes, hear me what I said, the trouble comes. He said, God prepares the table before me. He said that I already knew that the enemy was going to come at you. I knew the enemy was going to create some issues. I knew what, and and, and matter of fact, because God has already kept confidence in us, why do you think he prepared the table? Because he prepared the table with the table, so because he knew exactly what was going to happen, when was going to take place. All of this is going, all, all what we're going through right now, relationships, everything, uh, everything from your job, everything from your home, your family, everything that has transpired. He said, in the midst of your enemies, I'm going to prepare a table for you. So that means that what now, since the enemy tried to create a diversion, hear me, at the table, God has already created a diversion back. How about that? Created the version back. And now the enemy sitting at the table trying to figure out, oh, what is going on? Oh, uh, why you treat me? Why you treat me this way? Why you, I'm sitting at the table with you, but then yet we, we, we're constantly fighting. We're constantly having arguments. We're constantly having issues against each other. Why? It's because he said, I prepared the table before you in the presence of God. And, and in the midst of it, what did he do? He anointed your head. Meaning that he covered you. So in the midst of your diversion, in the midst of this problem, this trial, this tribulation, <clears throat> as a believer, he's already covered you. Hallelujah. He's already covered you. He's already covered you in the midst of it. I've already covered you. I've already got your back. Do you understand me? Just like you said, do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? He said, I covered you, and I got your back. So you ain't got to worry about that. Now, if you tell me what kind of man has that much confidence in anybody else, he has confidence in something that he and someone whom he created from the beginning that means he already some hours. He said, listen here, I've already trusted you are going to make that decision. I already trust that. I already knew you was going to make that decision. So that's why I prepared the tables. Amen. That's why I got you set up. Amen. Because I knew. Yeah, the enemy thinks his job is to kill. See, one of the things is the job of a kid, kill, if you look at the word kill, it means that, oh, his job is to Cause a diversion. That's a little slight diversion. But when he realized, the enemy realized that he can't kill you, he runs in fear. And when he runs in fear, what happens? He wants to dismantle you. Because he's running in fear because what? He knows who you are and whose you are. All right? He knows 
that used to the God that you serve. He knows the God that you serve, so he knows who you are and whose you are. Sometimes he has to use some ebonics sometimes. He has to know who you are and who the God that you serve. Amen. Go to Proverbs. Amen. Anybody go to Proverbs chapter 14, verse 32. My God, my God. Yes, Proverbs chapter 14, verse 32. Amen. Does everybody have it? All right. All right. Does everybody on the, on the line have it? You can use your audio Bible if you want. Amen. Everybody has it. All right. Awesome. Amen. We're here. All right. Does anybody, you want to read it? You want to read it? 14 and 32? Fourteen and thirty-two. All right. Fourteen and thirty-two. All right, brother, go ahead and read it. The wicked is driven away in his wickedness, but the righteous have hope in his death. My God, my God. He said the wicked is driven away from this wickedness. So in this season, guys, in this season, in this season, the battle, the battle that we're dealing with, this diversion that we're dealing with. See, the wicked think he has the best of you. No, he doesn't. See, he, because, remember, God has already created a way of an escape for us. He's already created, he already created something so powerful that in the end, he said, he said if you wait, he said, be he that endureth to the end shall be saved, means to be rescued. So we, if we endure all this, this is a condition. He said, he that endure. He said, you don't have a choice. He said, he's talking to the believers right now. And I know we have believers who say, he that endures. So if we endure through all this craziness and all this wickedness, my God, we can, we have the power and the authority to drive them away. Drive this situation away. And all we have to do is what? Hold our peace. Hold our peace. And all we have to do is hold our peace and let the Lord fight our battle. Hold our peace in the midst of this so we will not get distracted. Hold our peace in the midst of this. Amen. So because God has it under control. He shut down. God allowed these things to shut down so he can grab our attention so we can come a little closer to him. Not just come a little closer, but we can get stronger. So I I don't know about anybody else, but in the midst of this, God allows us to get stronger. God allows us to dig in his word even more. God allows us, amen, to draw nigh to him even closer, even in the midst what of the diversion, because he's already created a way of escape. He has driven the wickedness away. He said, but the righteousness have hope. My God, that means we got the victory on this today, guys. We got the victory on this today. He has driven the fools away. He's driven the idiots away. He's driven everybody away. Even though we're, we're just sitting there, we're listening to what's going on with Donald Trump, and we're listening to what's going on, and people have different versions of different sides of what's going on with that with that situation, but because we are the people of God, we know how to pray, and we know when to pray, and we know when to release, and we know when to release our ammunition. And in this season, he is allowing us to release our ammunition in the midst of that, to drive the wickedness out at 9 o'clock, at 3 o'clock, at 6 o'clock, at 9 o'clock at night, 
and back at 12 o'clock. There are certain positions of timing that he allowed us to pray. And at certain times that God allowed you in the midst of the night to wake you up, to get up what to pray. Because that assignment is assigned to each and every one of us at times and sometimes in the midst of the night that we're not able to we're sleep at night. So we have to get up and pray. The time when at certain times of the night when the enemy begins to go on attack at night, Especially between 12 and 3 o'clock in the morning, the enemy will attack you, uh, and which is the strongest counterpoint point that the enemy begins to attack you. Then, in the midst of that, he's given us what? The power and authority to drive them away. God did not give us what? The spirit of fear, but he gave us power, love, and sound mind. Amen. Sound mind on that. Amen. I'll go to, I want y'all to go back to, um, it's Job, Job, go back to Job, and it's going to be um, the 13th, I want y'all to read over the 13th verse, a 13th chapter and 16th verse, I want y'all to read that for me, hallelujah. We'll be that long. Amen, amen. Amen. And, and if you notice that in this particular chapter, in this chapter, basically, uh, uh, it, it, it's almost that Job was on a defense. He says, you know, he said, I wish you would shut your mouth. That's what he was basically was telling him that. I wish you would shut your mouth. And everything that, that you, that, you know, and he was like, I almost having a conversation with the enemy and said, look here, let me tell you something. And then sometimes that's what we have to do. We have to have a conversation. Oh, don't entertain the enemy. No, we're not entertaining the enemy. We're having a conversation to tell you you need to shut your mouth and let God handle it. You may think that you sent a distraction, but you really didn't send a distraction because what we are on point. You think you really sent a diversion. But really, you didn't send a diversion. You think that you, uh, you, you're the one that, that allowed this, this distraction sickness to fall on me. So now people think I have AIDS and HIV and have everything and then so You think, oh, Robo, you think that is a, is a diversion, but no. Because God, we serve a God that killed thee. We serve a God that delivered thee. Amen. Joel 3 and 16. 13 and 16, guys. He also shall be my salvation, for a hypocrite shall not come before him. My God, he said, he shall be our salvation, which means he shall be our deliverer. So in spite of what you see in front of you, God has already created a way to get in. Guess what? He, in spite of that, what it looked like to you is not what it looked like to God. What it looked like our situation looked like, it looked like a hot mess. But God don't see it as a hot man. God sees us. He's putting us back on. He has to put us back on the clay, on the pot of clay, back on the wheel to straighten that situation out. He said, I want you, I, I, he's like almost as he was standing as he was an attorney defending. He said, I, he said, I, while I'm taking my case, he said, consider the thoughts of change, which means things that have taken place during the time that 
he lost his wife. He lost his children. He lost his property. His wife cussed him out. How about that? His friends, who we thought that was his friends, uh, talked about him like a dog because they assumed that because he dibbled into something. Now I'm now or I'm I'm an error now. I I I I got into this. I let things distract me, so I'm no longer righteous. The devil is a lie. Now, in the midst of that, he says, "Why, why are you taking sides?" Well, you know, that's one thing about that's one thing about the enemy. The, the one thing about the enemy, he always try to create two different type of sides. He always, if the, if the man is not thinking, uh, it's not thinking in, in his mind. Uh, in his mind, he says, "So is a man thinking, so is he." So if he's thinking a certain way, he it, it manifests in in the not in just in the natural. But it has to manifest in the supernatural first before it manifests in the natural. He says, you know, at one point he says, do you think he need a lawyer to defend himself? Why should he need a lawyer? God is, Jesus is the best lawyer. How about that? He is the best lawyer. You need a public defender? Trust me, Jesus is the one to be the best public defender that it is. You know, and, and, and the thing is, he's, he's, he's like, okay, you know what, it doesn't matter what you say, God had already vindicated me. So, in other words, he designed us to go through the pressure, so when we come out of the pressure, we're going to come out like diamonds. How about that? He allowed us to go through the pressure to be crushed, ah, for the anointing to really flow like it's supposed to. He allowed this, this, this diversion and to crush us so bad. To the point that the anointing, all of a sudden, the oil started running over. Hallelujah. So this is what he's doing right now, amen. He's allowing that to take place. He's allowing that to take place, amen. Go to Romans, amen. We're going to go to Romans 8 and 34. And if you have your Bible, go to Romans 8 and 34. Thank you, Jesus. Romans. And go to M34. All right. All right, all right. All right, when everybody got the box, got that scripture, say amen. All right. All right, we got a couple more minutes. Amen. All right. 8 and 34? All right, go ahead and read, read it. Amen. Mm-hmm. And then go ahead and read it. 8 and 8 and 34. All right. Go ahead, Bob. Go ahead and read it. Who is, who is he that condemneth? It is Christ. That died, yea, rather that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercession for us. Amen. 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 He said, who is the one that condemned us? So, you know, man man is, is, is ordained to condemn us. How about that? He said it, 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 it's, in, it's in his intention for it to happen. So, it, we're going to get condemned. We're going to get condemned. We're going to get persecuted. We're going to get lied about. We're going to get talked about. 
uh, our name going to be slandered. You know, that comes with part of the territory. That comes with the comes comes with uh, ministry. True, that comes with our natural. Because why? Because we stand and we stand stand with Christ. We walk in firm in Christ. So, but we have to realize that Christ had already paid it all on the cross. He already paid it on the, on the cross that he knew. So. Basically, it's like almost saying that the, the pain that we're suffering is not as bad because what? He paid it all. He paid it all. This is, is just temp. Everything's just temporal right now, what we're going through. But we got to realize also in the midst of this, this is the pre-tribulation period that we are going through right now. We are going through the pre-tribulation period. So all of these, these things are happening because what it was, the, the, it was intended to happen. He said that men uh, will be lover of themselves. How about that? He said that in the scripture, that men will be lover of themselves. So they're going to be about themselves. They, they're not going to be about God's business. They're not going to be about ministry. They're not going to be about our personal ministry. Do we know our first ministry is at home? Our first, our first important ministry is at home. So we line that, that, line that up. And then we'll be able to go out on the highways and byways and be able to interject and be able to do what God has called us to do. But in the midst of that, while we're out there, we will be persecuted. Some people will call us liars. Because why? Because they don't know the difference between what is real and what is fake. Now, the ones of, of God, the ones that of God, the believers with discernment, they can be able to they they know that. But the ones that don't know, because it, they, because of, that's why a lot of people strayed away from the church because of the diversion. But it's time for us to bring them back home. Impart that word and bring them back home. We're bringing them back home and let them know that even in the midst of being distracted and even in the midst of all the hell you're going through, God still got you guys. He still got you. He still got us. He still got us. And that's all across the board that God has still got us. Even though people are, are, are calling us names that they have no business. I mean, Joe White cussed them out. You know, she cussed them out. He said, why don't you curse your God and die? He said, you old foolish woman. I'm going to still have faith with whether you, whether you see just because see, but what you, what the problem is, she was looking at the materialistic thing. She wasn't looking at the, the spiritual thing. When we start looking at the spiritual things, things will start manifesting in the natural, my God. And he said because he died on the cross for us, he's already prepared that we're already going to win the battle. He's already, he's already, he's already conquered death. Now, God conquered, Jesus conquered death. That means we can conquer any situation that is placing us ahead of us. And that's what Job did. Job conquered every situation, even though at one point he began to question God. Sometimes we do get in the position that we do question God. Even in the midst of the devotion. Even in the midst of the distraction. But that's not saying that we don't trust God. We, we quite, if this man, he's a righteous man, upright righteous man. Question God. Yes, we do question God. Why? Because we have a relationship outside the walls. We have a relationship internally inside, in between you and them. It's an intimate thing going on. It has to be a love affair going on. A love affair will be able to question why. Why is this happening? Why is this taking place? And he, and he begins to talk to you because why? There's a conversion, a converse going between you and God. 
there's a converse going between you and the Holy Spirit. It's a love affair. So that you have that, you will be able to get to the position that you will question God. Tell people say, oh, don't question God. Well, Job did. Job questioned God. He questioned him. But God gave him the direct answer that he needed. He gave him the direct answer that he needed. Why? Because he had a relationship with him. And see, when you're able to have a relationship with your loved ones, the ones that you are with, you, you sometimes you question because why am I going through this? Why are we experiencing this? Well, you know what? Sometimes he does that because he's preparing us to, to be stronger. Two is better than one. So you want to make sure that you are aligned with the Holy Spirit, amen, so you can be one. Yes, you're going to, you're going to, if, if these things are going to happen. And that's the purpose of what to take our focus off of God. Isaiah 50 and 8. 50 and 8. And then I'm going to go ahead and open up the floor for those, amen, that are in the room, amen. Hallelujah. My God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. All right. When everybody has it, amen, say amen. Amen, do you got it? Amen. Amen. All right. All right. Okay. What is it? Josh? Yeah, Isaiah 50. Mm-hmm. 50 and 8. Yeah, 50 chapters. Amen. 50 and 8. The one, the one who justifies me is near who will contend with me. Let us confront each other mm-hmm. and who has a case against me. Let, let him come near me. Amen. So basically he's saying that, that he who declares me in the right near, who dare. He said, I, I dare you to, to try me. And the reason why he said, I, what? What do you mean? He tell me, I dare you to try me. No, I'm daring you because I already know at the, at the end the battle is already a won. I dare you to try me. I dare you to, 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 to throw this mess in front of my face. And, and it's because why you expecting me to act a certain way. I'm not going to act a certain way. I said, so if you want to try, because, see, what the enemy does, he tries to do these things to build up a case against you. And we already know because as believers, amen, he says, he, he, he even says, in there, and she said, let's stand up to each other and say, who is my adversary? You should be able to say, who, who are you? Who are you? Who are you? You're the adversary. You are the adversary. So because I know you're the adversary, yeah, you're going to approach me. Yeah, you may think you may make me feel some type of way. Yeah, you may think you may cause me to cry. Yeah, you may think you feel that I've lost my mind. No, I didn't lose my mind because I'm showing my humanistic side. Didn't Jesus show this humanistic side? Yes, he did. 
We are allowed to talk, but we don't let it control us. He said, I dare you. I dare, wait, 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 wait a minute. He said, what? I dare you to contend with me. I dare you. You want to step up in front of me? Trust me, you step up in front of me, you're going to get knocked out. Just like Muhammad Ali. He said, I float like a, a butterfly, sting like a bee. What did he say? And I don't know the rest of it. He said, I'm going to knock you out, just like a, just like, like a boxer. A boxer positioned himself because he already know. He said, "You, I, I'm, I'm positioning myself to fight. And you come at me, I'm going to give you an uppercut. I'm going to give you a right up hook. I'm going to give you something. You're going to come at me. I'm going to be ready. So he's already positioned us, guys. He's already positioned us. So he said, yes, you're telling the enemy, I dare you. I triple dare you to step up in front of me because my God, my God will. Amen. He will tear you down. My God. Amen. He will defend my honor. My God is the lawyer in the courtroom. My God. In spite of what y'all think, in spite of what man said, my God will defend me because of that I am righteous. I, he will defend his righteousness. He said, let him approach me. But you got to realize right now that I'm serving the enemy addiction notice right now. I'm serving as any enemy in the victory notice right now that he will not have the victory of this situation. He said, I will be, amen, the over, I will be the overcomer. He said, I will not be a victim of the circumstances. We're not, we're not trying to be no victims of circumstances. We are overcomers by the blood of Jesus. He said, who is my adversary? You got to know who your adversary is. And you, in other words, he don't want us to be chunks when we're dealing with the enemy. He wants us to be tough and firm when we're dealing with the enemy. We can't be soft with it because, see, when, it's, when you soft, they run you over. They, the enemy will run you over. No, I got to be, I got to stand firm. Now, if, if Jesus can stand firm and defend our honor and God, the Holy Ghost, amen, all three or one, can stand and, and defend us, then we'll be able to stand our ground. And guess what? You'll be able to put the enemy. He said, as I know that I shall not be put to shame. <clears throat> the enemy can't put you to shame. He may think he will. He may think. That's what he thinks. But that's not what God thinks. Amen? Sometimes he'll make you, make you flint a little bit. You know, like when you're flinting a little bit or flinching or sometimes you get a little agitated and your eyes start twitching. Yes, he tries to do that to get the best of you. But we know today that the enemy will no longer get the best of us. He will no longer get the best of us. He said, yet he slayed me, yet I will trust him. You saying God God would look like he 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 walked away. No, he didn't walk away. It may seem like sometimes the the Holy Spirit will stand back and see exactly what's going on and see how you're gonna handle it. And that's what he's doing right now. He's just saying, people of God, how are we going to handle this thing? How are we going to handle it? How how are we going to deal with this situation? How are we going to deal with it? How are we going to present ourselves? Are we going to still allow our friends or so-called friends to sit there and, and, and um, oh, well, oh, something's going on with you. You, you. you have a sickness going on. You have a mental sickness going on. You, you, you have a breakdown. Oh, now you got bipolar. You know? And, and, and people put stuff on you like that. 
you know, which is a form of witchcraft. Anything that anything says is a form of witchcraft, but we bind that up right now in the name of Jesus. Because what we are, we're covered under the blood of the Lamb. Amen. All right, I'm getting ready to open up the floor, amen, for a little dialogue for a few minutes, amen, and and then, you know, everybody can go upon their day and amen and claim their day, amen. So if anybody want to um, say anything on today, amen, you're more than welcome on the platform on this morning. I got the floor open. Um, yes, I would like to say something. Um, uh, when you were talking about, um, yet he slayed me, I was trusting, meaning that the winning uh, ordeal or any uh, obstacle that we're going through or any trial that we are experiencing or that we may experience, uh, no matter when we experience or whenever we experience, uh, we have to keep faith in the Lord and, and trust him during, during our ordeal. Whatever we may face, we got to keep our trust in him because without, without us keeping strong faith and keeping our faith in him uh, through whatever the ordeal is and whatever we are uh, experiencing or that may come up, we got to keep our faith in him because you know, the, the enemy wants us to lose our mind and, 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 and go out of control. Mm -hmm. But we gotta, we gotta understand, you know what? God has us. Like with Job, mm -hmm. God had him. Yes, he questioned him. Yeah, he, he wanted why, hey, I trusted in you. I love you. I kept my faith. Why? But, but, you know, God doesn't make mistakes. You know, whatever mm -hmm. he brings about or, or, or whatever situation he brings, we have to understand that, that, Okay, we're going we're going through the situation, we're going through the obstacle, we're going through the ordeal, but we're not going through it alone. The Lord is there. Mm -hmm. And after that ordeal is over, actually it'll be a, actually a, a a a learning experience for us. Mm -hmm. Every ordeal we go through, we can look and say, you know what? And then that whatever ordeal that uh, our brother or our sister may go through, they may be going through the same thing. So we can. Uh, go go back and say, you know what? I went through that, my brother, my sister. I can give you that encouragement. I can enlighten you or, to handle that ordeal or that obstacle that you are going through. Just you know, and just encouraging them to keep their faith. Yeah, you're going through trial. Yes, uh, it don't look like there's a way out or or uh, somewhere you can turn to, but turn to God. He's there throughout that ordeal. He's not going to leave. Or, or turn us back on you. Mm -hmm. Man or woman may, but the Lord will not. He'll keep us. We just got to be able to trust him and, and keep our faith because without without trusting him, you can't put our trust in man or woman, boy or girl, but in the Lord, we know uh, we can't go wrong. We know we, uh, you know, when we put our faith and our trust in him, we know, uh, we know uh, he ain't going to turn his back or leave us astray. Mm -hmm. He may allow us to go through some trials, or ordeal, or, or but we know that, you know what, we just got to keep our faith. But if we don't keep our faith and believe in him and trust in him, then we begin to fall. Mm -hmm. But during the ordeal, we got to keep our head high and not low. But we got to say, you know what, 
the Lord and say, I know you I know you're there, Lord. I'm just gonna be patient and I'm gonna uh just understand that you you work. Mm-hmm. And that's all we gotta do. Because, you know, uh, you know, yes, uh Joe questioned God, but what if what if he gave up? If he gave right. up he wanna uh uh the reap the 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 uh blessings at the end. You know, if we keep our faith through our ordeals and the trials trials. God tests us through every situation, through every ordeal to see how will we will we will we keep our head high, will we keep our faith in him, will we look to the hills where he is, where our help is, and will we will we uh keep believing and keep staying on on focus on him. Not on what we're going through, but focus on the Lord and sooner or later he shows up in a mighty way and he will bring you out of the ordeal. But we gotta keep our faith. Times we are in now, we gotta. This is an ordeal and uh, trials we are experiencing now, you know. Uh, but we gotta understand. Hey, uh, the Lord, He has, and all we. Stand firm on His word mm-hmm. and stand firm on, on, on the Lord, because when we put our trust in Him, our love in Him, mm-hmm. we know, you know, He won't. He, you know, everything go pan out and work out, and we just keep faith. Without keeping faith, there's no way we can make it through. You know, but we gotta keep faith. We can't give up. Right. We can't throw in the towel. Man. We can't. We can't. We can't give up. Because God don't want us to give up. You know, we can't. You know. So we just gotta, you know, be thankful and shout praises while we're going through the ordeal saying, Lord My God. You, you kept kept us another day, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. We were able to see Sunday. Mm-hmm. We didn't see it last night, but the Lord blessed us to see this day. Mm-hmm. So, you know, even though it uh, it poured down, it rained down, but he he he's uh, showered the earth and watered the earth mm-hmm. and it's a new day that we are able to be blessed and experience. But we know that, you know what, somebody wasn't able to, to see this yesterday. But we were, you know, and we My pray, God. pray for them. You know, we pray for them and we pray for all around the world to just continue to fight and, and uh show the enemy we ain't afraid because when we we don't fight and mm-hmm. we we saying hey enemy uh hey you won amen amen so you know we were just coming god bless you uh, apostle baxter we were, we were talking we were talking about job 13 uh 15 um yet he slayed me yet i would trust him amen we're actually dialoguing right now amen even in the midst of the diversion amen joshua again joshua go ahead what you have to say we have we just have to keep our face up face up with god because he's watching over us and repenting us others while we're in the pandemic and He's helping us prepare prepare for what is coming. Mm-hmm. That's why he always sets his angels to watch over us. And even though we're going through this rough time, we always have to keep our heads up. Mm-hmm. Like, read a couple of scriptures. Like, you hear this word. Every time you read the scriptures, he sends a message to you. Right, that's right. Giving you hope. Amen. 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 So we're just, we're just dialoguing right now. Amen. That, uh, you know, that in the midst of the opposition, um, we still have we still have to trust them. You know, in spite of what's going on, um, your sickness, we still have to trust them. Uh being persecuted, we still got to trust them. Amen. Everything they call you a sick the child of God, we still got to trust them. 
Amen. Even they try to tear down your name, you still got to trust them. Amen. And, and, and that's what we're talking um, talking about today. Amen. Apostle Baxter, God bless you. Prophet Baxter, God bless y'all guys from Seattle, Washington. God bless you guys. Amen. On today. Amen. Would y'all like to comment on that? Scripture 13, 15, Joel 13 and 15. That was Joel 13 and 15? Yes, yes, Job, yeah, Book of Job. Oh, Job, okay, okay. Oh, give me, yeah. Give me, one, give me one minute. I'm trying to help my wife get on to the line as well. She's okay. Uh, okay, and then uh, I'll, I'll come okay. back and I'll, I'll say amen. Amen. So, we, um, like I said, but, you know, like I said, in the midst of this, he said that, he, you know, we still have to, you know, we still have to trust him. Amen. Trust them, meaning have confidence. So that, that lets you know from the beginning that, that God had already had confidence. If God had confidence enough to know that Job was going to come out of it, that tells us that he has confidence that we know, that he knows that we're going to get out of our situation because he already created a way of escape. Amen. The other words he said, you know, that, you know, we will be tempted. You know, we will be tempted. You know, diversion will be created. Distraction will be created. But at the end of the day, a way of escape. Amen. So we just uh, we just give God glory on today. Amen. For what He has, what He has done. Amen. Um, just to determine that our focus, you know, just for, in this season, guys, we just have to keep our focus on Him and nothing else. You know, focus on Him. Amen. We just got to keep uh, Jalen in prayer. Jalen's in the hospital. Amen. Jalen's in the hospital, uh, so we just keep him in prayer. Um, that's Bishop Gilbert and First Lady Gilbert's um, son. Amen. He's getting a transfusion this morning. Amen. So we just uh, give God the glory for what he has done on today. Amen. That, like I said, even in the midst of what's going on, guys, y'all just keep y'all head up. Amen. Don't allow, we would not allow the enemy to distract us by any means. Amen. There was another, another scripture. Amen. I believe. And I think it was Romans. Let me make sure I got it right, guys. Uh, Romans. Let me make sure I got it, guys. All right. It was the Romans. It was Romans 13. Romans 13. And Amen. Romans eleven. Amen. Romans uh, so thirteen, thirteen chapter and eleventh verse. Maybe we can get them in there. We should be finishing. We're actually finishing, finishing on time, guys. Thank you, Lord. Amen. God bless you. And uh, in the Romans, wait till Josh get it. Everybody else get it. We are ready to go. All right, Romans. You got it? Um, it's gonna be Romans. Um, chapter thirteen. Yeah, thirteen, yeah. 
And you want to go to uh, verse 11? Want to read verse 11 for me? Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Verse 11. Yes. Besides this, knowing the time is is already the hour for you to wake up from sleep. Mm. From now our salvation is near than we first believed. My God. So in other words, he's saying, do you know that this is a critical time? It's talking about now. Do you know it's a critical time what we're going through? Do you know it's a critical time that what we're experiencing off the hell that we are experiencing right now? Do y'all understand that it's a critical time that what we're experiencing in the midst of our troubles? Do you know? He said it's already an hour for you to wait. So in other words, in the critical time that he is allowing you to wait and to see what's going on, allowing you to wait and see what's actually transpired right now, allowing you that, let me tell you, in this, in this tribulation, pre-tribulation time that we are experiencing right now, he's allowing us to wake up. Wake up. Do you know it's critical right now? But in the midst of that, yes, it is critical. He's saying being delivered is coming near daily. Uh, being saved from it. The salvation means to be delivered from the power of sin. We're being delivered in the midst of this, in the midst of the sickness, in the midst of the death, in the midst of losing, in the midst of famine. He said that he will deliver us and is drawing near. He said to those who believe, those who believe, he said those who believe, he said the salvation is drawing near, I'm delivering you. People who didn't know who God is, let me tell you in the midst of this, they know who God is now. They wasn't praying before, but they praying now. People that didn't know what church was about, guess what they praying now. Because God had to allow this diversion to take place. Just like he allowed the diversion to take place in the midst of Job. And in the midst of that, he said, you know, you, I'm, I'm going to allow this to happen. Don't think I'm not going to be there standing standing there. I'm, I'm going to be standing there. Just like almost the Holy Spirit standing back. Just like the Holy Spirit said, I'm going to stand back a little bit. I'm gonna stand back a little bit until I get I, I, until until you get to the point that you call out to me. I'm gonna get I'm gonna stand right there just to see how you gonna act. I'm gonna see. I'm going to see. Knowing that this is a critical time that for you awaken from your sleep. That means what does sleep mean? Your sleep that that them blinders, them blinders are being taken off. Them blinders are being taken off. That situation that you're going through that you wasn't looking at, now you're looking at it now. You're looking at it now. He said, can you hear me now? Remember they said, can you? That's what God is saying. Can you hear me now? Can you see me and can you hear me now? Because it's a critical time. And even though it's, it's critical, he's just letting you know that he's drawing near. He's drawing near. This is in, 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 at the end of the day, in the perilous time. He is drawing near. And all he wants people to do is to trust him. His people, his people trust him. His people to trust him. Even in the midst of the darkness, I want you to trust me. And this is when we have to really gear up our full armor, not halfway of our armor, but the full armor. 
The people that know how to pray. He said, put on our full armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. That's the season six. Finally, my brother, that's uh, six and ten. Finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Finally, my brother, I want you I want you to, um, to step up a notch. I want you to, to step it up now. The ones who were praying hard, praying, they're going to pray harder. The ones who didn't know how to pray, they're learning how to pray. He Amen. said, why does God create this diversion? Mm-hmm. I created the diversion because the diversion is, what does the diversion do? It takes you, takes your focus off your purpose. Some of us are taking our focus off the purpose, and that's why the diversion has taken place, because we've taken our focus off the purpose. Come on, God doesn't want us to do that. He does not want us to do that. In the midst of that, do not take our focus off of that. Do not, do not, do not. He's telling you over and over again, do not. Yes, I know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I, I know what's happening. Mm-hmm. I know people calling you a liar. Mm-hmm. I know I know people have put threats on your life. Mm-hmm. I know all that. I love but, my God, but, whose report you going to believe? Who you going to believe? You going to believe what men say? You going to believe what man is calling you, or you going to believe what God said? We going to believe what God said. Yes, you will slay me. Yes, he slay me. Yes, he allowed his stuff. I still got to have confidence in him. I still have to have confidence in him. I still got to trust him. Because he has confidence in us. He created us, so he got confidence in us. It's just sometimes we just don't have confidence in ourselves. We don't. Amen. Anybody would like any, any uh, anything anybody would like to say anything in the midst of that? My God. You say Amen, this is Apostle Baxter. And and I was just looking here and I was I was reading down to verse fourteen. And if you don't mind, I'd like to read eleven through fourteen if you don't mind. Go ahead, go ahead, sir. Amen. It says, in that knowing the time, that now it is high time to wake up asleep, for now Mm -hmm. is our salvation nearer than when Mm -hmm. we believe. The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Let Mm -hmm. us therefore cast off the works of darkness, and let us put Mm -hmm. on the of light. Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in riot or drunkenness, not in uh, chambering or wantonness, not in strife mm-hmm. and eating, but put on, put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ and make not provision for the flesh mm-hmm. to fulfill the lust thereof. Mm-hmm. What I see is he's commanding us to do some things, and, and, and this is the thing that I believe we really have to look at. You know, verse 11 is, is more of a promise, but uh, 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 12, uh, 12, 13, and 14 are commands. If we do these things in 12, 13, and 14, 11 will come mm-hmm. to pass. God's not a man to where he shall lie. So he's telling us to cast wow. off the works of darkness. He's telling us to walk honestly. He's telling us not uh, to uh, not be in riot uh, drunkenness, 
uh, uh, wantonness, witchcraft, and strife, and envy, those things that the enemy tries to hit us in our emotions to uh, take us out of character. He says to put on the full armor of God, to put on the full armor, to walk uh, in the armor, to walk as Christ walked. And it is possible if you are praying, as Apostle said, if you are going into prayer, if you're just beginning, you know, you're at that level, and God knows where you're at, and if you're pushing in, he's going to make sure that you are protected in him. But it, 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 it's very crucial that we walk according to the will of God in order to fulfill the purpose of God. Amen? Amen. 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 Anybody want anybody else to know? Anybody else? Y'all more than welcome. We're family here, so you know. Anybody more than welcome. Amen. And we like you said, the purpose you know, uh, to to definitely um to know what our purpose is and see the thing is the enemy knows what our purpose is, just like he knew what Job's purpose was. He knew what Job's purpose was. Because they were having a conversation. They was having a conversation even prior to all these afflictions that took place, right? I mean, because they knew who he was. And the thing is, the enemy knows who we are. He knows who we are. That's why he's trying to take us out. He's trying to take us out and trying to take us out or attempt to send his nymphs and imps, right, or try to kill. Because if he can't kill us, he's going to try Try to dismantle because out of fear. Sometimes the enemy will try to dismantle you because of fear. When they realize they know you know who they are, they may try to cause a little, little tiny little diversion. But when they realize they know you are, they're gonna try to do everything to try to dismantle you because what they're out there, they're doing it out of fear. So if the enemy can send like little imps and nymphs, and we still and, he, and still we are victorious. The enemy will show his real head himself because he realized that he knows who you are. Amen. And you got to know who you are in Christ, guys. We have to know who we are and what we stand for. Um, in spite of what's going on, guys, just know who we're standing for. You know, we're standing. We're standing for the blood of Christ. We're standing as believers. We're standing as warriors. We're standing um, uh, as intercessors, we're standing on the behalf of others, and that's a great big uh, responsibility as well, as standing on the behalf of others, praying for people you don't even know. But God gives you the unction of the Holy Ghost to, to, to open up that portal, amen, to, to release. Amen. So we're going to go ahead and um, close out on today. We thank everybody just, you know, tuning in, amen, on today, or amen, the manner. Amen. The morning, Sunday morning manner. Amen. On today. Amen. And um, on tonight, amen. We have the Sunday night explosion tonight. Amen. If you have time, tune in. Just tune in tonight, please. Tune in tonight. Um, it's uh eight. It's eight thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, it's probably like five thirty on your end. I think five thirty p.m. on your end. Yes, I think it is. Okay. Um, tune in tonight. Prophet Alman will be speaking tonight. Amen. On the Sunday night explosion. Amen. We're just excited about, you know, what God is doing. Amen. We're just trying to, uh, uh, one thing is about kingdom. We're about kingdom, guys. And, you know, anything that information that we have, 
our job is to share it with each other so we can grow, you know. It's not about who has the biggest ministry or who has that. We got to realize that this is God's ministry. It, it's just that we are specialty coaches um, heading this thing. And when we are specialty coaches and we're handling this thing, he gave us specialty teams that we have to coach, amen, to win what? To win the souls to Christ, win back to Christ. That's what kingdom is all about. And guess what? We're going to use whatever is needed to be done. doesn't matter. It can be any type of media. It could be definitely the word of God at the first. But sometimes, even though the message is the same, sometimes we have to change the way certain things are delivered to get your point across, get the point across that he needs to get across because a lot of people are now are learning and being more receptive now to what they're hearing now as opposed to back then. You know, I, you people that normally that don't want to hear the word, now they're hearing the word. How about that? Oh, they are. So you only can go to the building and go to the church and build. No, that you need to hear the word when you're at home. Hear the word that you're at home. Hear it on everywhere. They got, they, they, we got too much access, guys, for us not to be tuned into the word. You got electronic Bibles that, that they can put in computers now and your tablets and stuff. You got electronic Bibles that you could put in your phone, right? You know, if you don't want to care, if you don't care the, the bigger Bible, your electronic Bibles, they got study Bibles and everything. They got everything that we need at our disposal for us not to neglect his word, you know? So we, we, we thank God on today. Amen. We're going to go ahead and, and we're going to split and, and close out with, with prayer. Tune in tonight. Tune in tonight. Amen. Same station. Yell our prophetic shift. Amen. Podcast Network. Amen. And we, we thank God everybody being a great, uh, uh, being a supporter of his word. Amen. Supporter of the word. So we go ahead and everybody begin to speak in their, their language. Amen. Begin to pray. Amen. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come before your presence right now. Father, we come together as a unit. Amen. A family that prays together stays together. And a house that divided itself shall fall. And, Father, we thank you, O oh God, for the opportunity, O oh God, just to go and dabble into your word, amen, to be quenched through the Holy Spirit. We thank you, O oh God, for this opportunity, O oh God, to be able to, to band together as a unit, amen. The enemy does not want that, but we know what God has because what? We know our purpose. And thank you, Father, for giving us this purpose, amen, that we're able, amen, to band together as a unit and stand on the front lines, amen. Father, we are the first on foot infantry, amen. And we thank God that God has built us and equipped us in this season, oh God. Father, just cover us, oh God, as we go out through our day, as we command our day, as we command our day to move forward. Father, we thank you for the opportunity, oh God, that any affliction that come upon us, oh God, we bind it up in the name of Jesus right now, and we send it back to the pit for hell from which it came, my Father. We thank you, oh God, for the opportunity, oh God, that you've given us the power and authority to release your anointing in the name of Jesus. We thank you, oh God, for releasing even on through the platforms that when they hear, amen, the word of God, when they hear, amen, the prayer, oh God, that is cut like a two-edged sword. We thank you, oh God, oh God, for the opportunity oh God, to release, oh God. I dare you and triple dare you, everyone that is on this line, amen. We are here to upset the enemy on today because even though the enemy has prepared, God has prepared the table before us in the presence of our enemies, amen. We already know, oh God, that we are the victor, oh God, over every circumstances that we encounter. 
Father, we thank you, O oh God, for this opportunity, O oh God. As we begin to go through our command our day from the time of nine o'clock in the morning, amen, to nine o'clock at night. Never before, right now, in the name of Jesus. We command our day, O oh God, that it will be fervent, O oh God. We command our day, amen, that we will go through every situation, amen, that come up upon us, O oh God. We will command our day, O oh God, that all things work together for good for those who love the Lord according to his purpose. We command our day in the name of Jesus. We command our day in the name of Jesus. That it will be well. We command our day, oh God. That every other fan of seven will step back in the name of Jesus. We command our day in the name of Jesus. We command our day. Oh God, to move forth, oh God, and not to turn back. We command our day that we're not about faith. We command our day in the name of Jesus. That God has put us on the front line. And he equips us at such a time as this. We thank you, oh God. We thank you, oh God. Begin to open up your mouth and we're going to declare the victory on this. We're going to command this victory right on this podcast. Cause We command our day. We command our day in the name of Jesus. And Father, we thank you, O oh God, for this opportunity, O oh God, that we were able to turn God to the to, to bring us together as a unit, as a team, O oh God. And we thank you, O oh God, as we begin to support each other in the kingdom. Support each other, amen, because we have a bigger alliance to build to uh, bring the souls and compose the souls back into Christ. We thank you. We thank you for this opportunity, O oh God. And as we begin to close out on today, O oh God, may the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit continue to rest, rule abide in this kingdom forevermore until we meet again. God bless you and have a blessed day and command your day in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. God bless you guys. Have a blessed day. Amen. You too. Amen.